0: three to four weeks, mortgage rates have been falling, which is good. So the pendulum is going back into a market where things are actually moving again, rather than kind of at a standstill. So that's good news. And then we have Shohei Otani, who's at $700 million contract for the next 10 years at the Dodgers. Uh, Tyler Glass now the Rays, he yeah. came over. I think it's really important to talk about his property he bought in Tampa. In early January, 2023, he bought it for $2.35 million. It was listed in July of 2022. For three million, but that was because of mortgage interest rates. So he landed this deal, this townhome in Harbor Island, I believe, in in Tampa, Florida. Now it's probably worth closer to three, if not three million. I'm just curious, do you think he'll sell this now that he's going to the LA Dodgers, or probably not? And if so, is he going to buy in LA?
1: Well, it seems like I think it's more likely, you know, either way that he's going to buy some more a place in LA. And by the way, I wanted to ask you about interest rates.
0: Yeah, go for it. And then I want to go into where I think he's gonna buy in LA. Because, you know, that's okay, my domain. Ahead, ahead. I would love to represent him too. Go ahead. But I, I want you to ask the question after I do the LA stuff. Okay.
1: Are you sure I shouldn't wait till Nate comes here so we have two experts and not just one? <laughs> that was funny. That was a good one.
0: That guy doesn't know what he's talking about though, so don't worry. <laughs> Yeah. You know what's funny, though? You said you say how like you feel bad because he's not here to defend himself, but he hasn't been on a few podcasts, so he has no right to complain now, right? What do you think about that?
1: I'm getting less and less eager to defend him. Three balls,
0: two strikes, pressure is on. This is where we discuss real estate, property improvement, and business. Together, we'll strategize on how to win. Welcome to the Full Count. Let's do it. So, what are your thoughts on that, Chris? About the let's start, let's start off with the baseball and all the trades going on. Then we'll touch on real estate right after because I think right now it's more important to cover baseball. Well,
1: yeah, I initially wanted to go on like a rant and talk about how baseball is, uh, you know, out of control compared to the NFL and NBA because you know a team can just come in and drop a billion dollars, and other <sighs> yeah. teams can't compete with it. But then, right after I got over you know, the recent news, which we'll go into. I remembered that the Mets and the Padres dropped a ton of money last year and didn't see anything come from that. So just because you spend money doesn't mean you're going to all of a sudden be winning World Series. I think what everybody's upset about is that the Dodgers won 100 games last season, over 100, and then now they're dropping all this money. And uh, it's, you know, the i would say at least 26 27 other fan bases it feels like hey we shouldn't watch baseball for a couple of years you know
0: wait why i don't understand that point is not is it now supposed to be like the most exciting time in a way
1: if you're a dodgers or a royals fan this would be a great right. time but if you're right but
0: but in general though people are talking about baseball again people that aren't even in that you know, space. It's kind of like the whole Taylor Swift thing. You know how the boyfriend she was going out with in the NFL, as soon as she got with him, everybody started talking about it. Obviously, Mm -hmm. it's not to that extent, but with Shohei Otani, I feel like people that aren't huge baseball fans um, are Mm -hmm. understanding the story. And not only that, people in Japan, obviously, the whole country's watching. So I just feel like it might be good for baseball in general to, you know, get some more attention for once.
1: Do you you think that Non Dodgers fans all of a sudden want to turn their TV on to watch MLB more based on this news or less?
0: Good, good question. I think I think it's a people are kind of in the middle. I'm not sure. Like some do, some don't. I personally don't. I don't care for the Dodgers, but I think it is kind of exciting to see that happening. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just it's just him, right? It's it's not just one person. I mean, there's other people in the rounds, like Yamamoto, who I'm looking forward to, which is why I'm wearing the Yankee shirt. I really am excited about him potentially going to the Yankees as a pitcher. But as you were saying, the fixed is in. You think he's going to the Dodgers. So if that does happen, then maybe it'll piss off a bit more people.
1: Yeah, I mean, in my opinion, you can take it to the bank. We know he's going to the Dodgers. And just to break down, we can talk about where we were last year. Everybody was kind of upset about how – the Dodgers had like a, you know, the last offseason. They did spend a lot of money. I know, as a Padres fan, we were, you know, really excited looking at them, kind of talking crap, you know. There's a new uh, team in SoCal, the Padres, coming off a great season, spending a ton of money. Peter's uh, Seedler from the Padres passed away. He was spending all right. kinds of money, and then, you well, know, how much did he men-
2: spend last year?
0: When you said I- that they. Padres spent a ton of money.
1: I would have to look up the numbers, but I know him and Stephen Cohen from the Mets were dropping big dollars. And you know, yeah, look, I've heard was,
2: about that one. Mets.
1: Let's not pretend like the Dodgers had a small payroll at the time. So I mean, they were still spending money, you know, but they weren't big on the acquisitions. And this time around, there was a lot of pitchers. But mm-hmm. um, the, the, you know, starting last season, the, the season before, sorry, this last season the padres had you know a really good pitching lineup of three or four uh three or four different players two of them, uh, three of them went down to injury throughout the season and then one of them was arrested on their second domestic violence charge you know and so they lost their pitching lineup you know including Kershaw he had surgery surgery and so they it seems like a lot of these moves were to you know kind of replenish that right um, it makes sense and you know now we're where, where we are does it mean the dodgers are going to win the world series no nothing's ever that simple but
2: right. um, yeah it,
0: it, it's a matter of i mean baseball's a team sport it, even like mean, look at shohei otani and mike trout the two of the best you know mm-hmm. on the angels and they never got a world series so mm-hmm. you're right to that point i i agree with that but why don't we break down his contract though because Initially I was like seven hundred million dollars that the Dodgers are giving to this guy that obviously like tightens their budget to acquire other players, but according to from what, what I understand, it's gonna be in a 10 year span where the money's gonna be allocated differently, right? I think the first yeah. the first what, two ten years is two million each time, right? So it's about twenty million, and then the other sixty eight million up until uh twenty forty three, which is insane, dude. Right, right. That's why people call them the tax Dodgers now, too, because they're trying to find ways to defer, uh, you know, deferring the payments is a tax benefit for Otani, but also the Dodgers. But at the same time, it does give the team more ability to to get players.
1: You don't really hear about deals like this in Florida or Texas, do you?
0: No, but what's your point with that? Are they like the new Yankees now or what?
1: No, I'm just saying maybe it's a California law thing, you know?
0: Oh, I don't know.
1: no, the taxes we pay over here is substantially different, which is why someone would be incentivized to come up with very right. creative methods to get paid out. Right.
0: Right. No, that's a good point. Uh, I'm not sure. That would be interesting to look into. To um,
1: me, what it looks like, you know, based on, you know, like you said, 10 year contract, it starts out at what they, when they start paying the big money 10 years from now, to me, it sounds like Otani is moving after his sent with the Dodgers He's leaving California immediately. Going to Japan. Somewhere.
0: No, he's going back to Japan for sure. What I mean, I mean, I mean he's, for sure, he's,
1: but... he's that's what he's trying to do, is get away from these taxes, right?
0: Right, right. That and I, I saw that he's he'd be saving about sixty to ninety million in taxes, supposedly in California, mm-hmm. but who knows? But I do hope he ends up, you know, staying he's obviously gonna stay here for 10 years, and I would love to be his agent and find him a property, to be honest with you. Because I mean, last time when I was with Nick talking about it. I don't think we I don't think it's been said because he's such a private person where he owns property, but we were figuring he's probably living in Newport Beach. And more than likely, we even said on the last podcast when we talked about it, if he was traded to the Dodgers, which now he is, he would still probably want to live in Newport because it's more of a calmer Mm -hmm. city than anywhere in L.A., my opinion.
2: How
1: far of a drive is it from uh, Newport Beach to Dodger Stadium?
0: it's all relative based on traffic so really early in the morning you can get there in an hour and 10 minutes maybe or 45 minutes um with a ton of traffic two and a half hours maybe but uh you know there's a lot of players that take helicopters or they're just in a you know in a luxury vehicle being driven so i don't know if it really matters too much to them as much Um, but that's kind of my take on it
1: how far is the uh you know the union station amtrak from Dodger Stadium.
0: Not very far. It's like right there. But there's no... You can like walk. But dude, there's no way he's going to take that. Come on.
1: He's not a man of the people?
0: Even if he... I think he is a man of the people. But I, I think someone like him would be... Or at least his team, like his sports agent, would be smart enough to tell him, dude, don't do that. I mean, he'll it'll cool. be a nightmare.
1: Otani is kind of known nationally as opposed to... You know, most baseball players are kind of known regionally, right? Where people in, uh, you know, San Diego are going to know, for the most part, they should know uh, Blake Snell, right? But maybe, you know, over in Seattle, your average person wouldn't know who Blake Snell is, right? The average fan, you know? Right, right. But even though he was a Cy Young winner, right? But I don't know if I really uh, buy that most people in America know who Otani is.
0: I disagree, dude. And I think I would like to see what people in the comments say, whether they agree with you or me, but baseball, baseball fans. Okay. Baseball fans. I think know who he is. And even people in some cases that don't aren't following baseball, it's all over the headlines, Chris, like all over every single news company. They're talking about it like clips. And then you see Mm -hmm. it on social media. They're showing how he made more than Lionel Messi. And, um, I think that's very, you know, that that kind of gives you an idea and a cue that if they're comparing them to Messi, everybody kind of knows Messi in a way. I think they're with those they, two they, names they being cannot, discussed. You cannot compare
1: him to Messi at all. I'm not.
0: I'm not comparing him to Messi. I'm just telling you that that the stories are said that he's getting paid even more than Messi when he was on Barcelona. I think it was like 674 mm-hmm. million.
1: Well, if we were to pull up, for instance, the most popular sports athletes where do you think he would be on that list do you think he would be in the top 100
0: i think he'll be in the top 10 in the next
2: whoa wait wait he will be
0: no 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 in the next like five to ten years i don't think he's in the top 10 right i think he is technically in the top 10 but i don't think he's like uh there's a lot of support for him to be there because you're talking about a ton of other athletes ahead of him right um kobe bryant michael jordan so I think it's going to take some time for people to feel a consensus that he's in the top 10. But not, I don't know if that's the case right now. It's a little too early to say.
1: I think uh, it says a lot about baseball, to be honest with you, because we're talking about Otani. I just don't think the average person walking down the street would realize they walked into Mike Trout, you know.
0: Right. That's true. That's true. I you don't know, think a lot of people know who Mike Trout is. Necessary. I mean, they do and they don't. But like 10 years ago when he first signed on, or like six years ago, I mean, I think more people knew. But time, you know, things fade out after time. So maybe Otani will fade out too later on. Who knows? But do you think like Derek Jeter's known though to a lot of baseball fans? Not everybody, but baseball fans. Do you think a lot of people know who that is? If you're in Baltimore yeah. or wherever. Okay.
1: No, I do. I, I do. And I think it's a lot to do with um, time you know, in the game too. It's, it's really also, he was really famous in a different era, like pre-everybody-has-social-media sort of thing, you know, around the 9-11 time frame, we talked about that before, when right. cable television was at, you know, baseball was more popular too, right? And I guess really that's what I'm talking about to begin with is the popularity of baseball is going down. Salaries aren't going down, but baseball, the popularity is going down. And in my opinion, I can't say that it's because of what we're witnessing right now. Because you know, with the the whole pre agency I can't say that because I know this has been going on, you know, as long as baseball's been going on, you know, how there's certain teams who have a lot more capital and that mm-hmm. it's really bad for, you know, a Padres fan out here. It's really bad. <laughs> Although look I, I can't even say that we spent a lot of money. Yeah, and, you guys did. So you gotta talk about some, some other wins. teams that I feel bad for, not
0: for the Padres necessarily.
1: Well, that's why, you know, when people were upset about the Astros cheating, I really wasn't because, you know, they needed one. That was one for the little guy. You know, if we got to cheat to win, we got to cheat to win. You know,
0: <laughs> I don't agree with that. Uh, going into the whole um, the times are, have changed in, in social media. I want to talk about the sports agent, uh, Nez Bolello. Right. Is that how you say Bolello? Yes. At CAA Sports. Did you know do you know his background at all a little bit? You have an idea no i don't okay so he was in the minor leagues and then he went into the mariners i believe for a bit and then
1: he got injured i just heard about him him. he's uh blake snell's uh agent oh he is too okay well i wanted to show i wanted to
0: share this with the audience of him speaking kind of uh speaking to all the reporters because there was a lot of uh talk about otani where he was going and he didn't want um the noise to affect Otani's contract and I think it really shows a lot about you know him as a business person his acumen and I, I just want to show that I'm going to share my screen here all right let's check this out
3: and that um, it was just something that we had to do so um, it's, it's it's also a um, we'll call it a soft apology as well because I know you all have jobs to do and I know that you were trying to report things and and the people that you answer to or asking you where's information where's information you weren't getting it from me i think that's very polite of him says a lot about him do that so i know it put all of you in a really difficult spot but again i appreciate and respect the fact that you just allowed us to do it's a good way for otani to, to continue to
0: be loved by reporters okay? i think
3: a lot of you have dealt with me through the years this is how i do business it's always been this way it's nothing new so um, again it's just the way we do it it's my culture it's the way we do it with my agency and it's just it's just who i am so again thank you for that so i'll open and check eyes. out this
0: reporter too when was the
2: last time that you mm-hmm. spoke to the angels and what was that last conversation
3: like uh, i i spoke to the angels throughout um i uh perry and i have a very good relationship and so i made sure that uh, i kept in touch with them but i i spoke to them toward the end and um we had some uh, conversations, and um, at the end, it just wasn't going to work. And um, you know, we uh, decided to go with the Dodgers. So but I wasn't contacted. And roughly, when you said
0: that was it, I just wanted to kind of show how you know this guy mm-hmm. is a is top notch man. I mean, he doesn't want to burn bridges, right? Mm-hmm. So he doesn't want to burn bridges with the other team, uh, considering obviously this is his biggest client for now, but. Um, he's got other players he's got to work with he wants to obviously be well liked by all teams and if you continue watching that press conference too he continues to say how there's a lot of other great teams he felt bad for the uh, Blue Jays because of the whole fake report about him possibly going there so he apologized to those people and the moral of the story because this is a full count podcast about baseball and business real estate I just think that that's good to point out that that's like type a class right there
1: right right and i wanted to correct something uh scott Boras is actually blake snell's agent so i was mistaken i was overhearing another conversation about a baseball player contacting an agent ah,
0: okay good to know
1: scott um knows. but yeah no i mean obviously we're here on one side the reason i don't even feel comfortable even being critical of this contract is because i know there's so many um financial advisors lawyers um accountants on both sides that have worked out this deal and i guarantee you they're worth, they're way smarter than me right so I figure this is the best deal they had you know
2: best Honestly, deal they had for
0: who like for for him or for the um for the team the dodgers
1: for both of them i you mean know, it was probably a you know a compromise but i from what's being reported he's approached multiple teams with the same sort of you know deal oh god how, how to layer this out you know
0: you know, my only thing is I don't know much about how this works because, like, that's a lot of money. So who's mm-hmm. paying for that? I mean, the team is paying for that. But is it majority coming from city of Los Angeles, the county, or is it also obviously the fans? I mean, there's a lot of memes going on that hot dogs are going to go up the roof and so is all the beer. But how 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 much weight do you think there is be- between the it actually being the fans paying for a lot of that over the next 10, 20 years?
1: Well, a lot of people attribute this to the TV deal the Dodgers signed, I believe in 2013 and kind of expanded on it in 2020. But mm-hmm. I think it's like a $8.4 billion deal over, I don't know, 20 years or something like that. So a lot of people attribute that deal giving them the, the capital to do things like this that other teams like Padres wouldn't be able to do. But I believe Tampa Bay did something similar.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, we all know that he's going to get a ton of merch sold not only in the states but also japan a bunch of people flying in so i think it's good for the the team franchise overall um but there was you know how i was looking into um how baseball recently since 2019 i think when there's like a new tradition going on you know how the game's kind of being switched up a little bit but when you make a home run or a grand slam the player goes into the back to the bleacher not the bleachers the dugout and then they usually wear like they put something on to celebrate and cheer on the crowd. And as you know, uh, Otani would put on the samurai uh, helmet or what would you, what would you call it? The samurai. It was something else actually, maybe not a samurai helmet, but it's a samurai hat of some sort. Yeah. Um. But yeah. I Do you think he, they're going to still continue that? Or is that technically like a, like a, a an idea being stolen
2: by
1: the I mean, Dodgers? I, I, time will tell. Maybe the angels, uh, put a, a franchise on it. You know what I mean? Maybe they put a trademark on it. You know? Who knows, dude?
0: But like there's this watch. I'm going to share this with you.
1: That would be cultural appropriation.
0: <laughs> to the max, huh? So the Nationals would wear a wig of the Founding Fathers. Um, Baltimore Orioles, I guess they had a hose.
3: Push home They run it, boy. He did much yeah. better than that.
0: So see, everybody has their own unique little cool idea, I guess you could call it.
2: hmm mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: So, I was just curious if the Angels, if the Dodgers can copy um, the, Angel, no, the, the Angels. Triads, the first. Now, do you think these these like little cool, fun games actually help the franchise when, when you try to excite the crowd or not
1: really? Oh, I do. I do. It's always fun when yeah. you go to a game and there's some kind of theme in a way. You know, even just the hashtag LF, LFGSD during that playoff run. I mean, even just a simple Twitter hashtag, hashtag LFGSD okay. just was, made me feel good. I agree. You know?
0: I agree. I agree with that. Um. All right. Hold on. I'm going to cut this out. What do, about, some what do you think about of the, the
1: future of baseball? Do you think it's going to be how long until it's more, if not already, globally re- relevant than it is nationally re- relevant?
0: globally relevant than it is nationally relevant i think globally i think it could catch on aren't they going to be playing aren't they going to have baseball in the um world not the world cup what do you call it the um the olympics they're going to have baseball in the olympics now
2: Mm -hmm.
1: yeah i heard that um i think that'll help but i'm saying would you agree with the statement that nfl and nba are more popular in the united states than baseball
0: oh yeah i agree
1: Yeah, so for sure. So if you had to do a trend analysis, it's pretty easy to see it's not it's not getting more popular, right? Baseball, I think it's getting I think it might
0: be I don't know. I think if they play their cards right the way they have been, the game, I think they might get more popular. But are they gonna is the trend gonna be more than than basketball and football? Probably not, but at the same time do you ever think football will start to decline downward because of the whole like brain injuries or not really?
1: No, I mean, they have good lawyers and they'll pay them. (laughs) They'll pay out people. But I think, so I, I do think at first I was kind of upset with baseball's rules. Like I think two years ago where they made games go by really quickly because I would, like I would traditionally show up to game baseball games, like three innings late. And now if I were to try to do that, it would be six innings. I would have already missed because of how quick things go. But I think it's actually great for the sport and you just have to adjust to that and know it's not going to drag on all day. That's a good thing in my opinion.
2: I agree with that.
1: If I had to fix baseball, there'd be like two things I would do. One, I would, I wouldn't say I would publicly allow it. I just, we wouldn't be testing for steroids any longer. That'd be the first thing that I do. Yeah. Bring back all those home runs. Exactly. Like, that'd be the first thing I would do is just kind of, you know, kind of like how the DEA is towards, like, marijuana these days. I would just, you know, not enforce it. You know what I mean? What's up with football,
0: though? Does football have steroids or no?
2: No.
1: I mean, look, the reason I would do it in baseball and not football is because it's not a contact sport. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why I would do it there. Um, But then the second thing I would do is, you know, because baseball is so money driven. It's good for the players. Mm-hmm. I think I would reduce the amount of regular season games, um, maybe even by half, maybe even more than that. Mm-hmm. Because as a fan, when I go to a regular season game in May, June, I don't feel like there's anything on the line. It takes away some of the fun. And football, you have 17 games, 18 games. So when you're watching it, you, you know, know this. Yeah. Any game is a big deal, you know. And so right. that's the two things I would do. Allow steroids secretly, and then drop the games in half, and we'll. I think we'll have you know a lot of fun. You know,
0: they're not, but that could be a, that. That's actually not a bad idea, to be honest with you. Um, who knows, man? But we'll have to see in the next couple of years, I guess. But uh, did you also see the uh, Tyler Glass now from mm-hmm. the Rays? He yeah. came over. So right. I want to talk about this because we're a real estate, obviously, podcast too, and. Right. I think it's really important to talk about um, his property he bought in Tampa in early January 2023. He bought it for 2.35 million. It was listed in July of 2022 for three million. And obviously, macro terms, you know, prices did fall across the nation a little bit. In some cases, more than others, but that was because of mortgage interest rates. So he landed this deal, this townhome in Harbor Island, I believe, in in Tampa, Florida. And um, it's it's pretty cool. It's it's a nice property, waterfront in the back. But now it's probably worth closer to three, if not three million. I'm just curious. Do you think he'll sell this now that he's going to the LA Dodgers, or probably not? And if so, is he going to buy in LA? Well,
1: it seems like I think it's more likely, you know, either way that he's going to buy some a place in LA. Um, who knows if he's going to sell? That's what I'm right? hoping for. Maybe it isn't maybe it's good to have a, a nice east coast house. Um but uh you know it's I think it's a lot when it comes to buying, you just gotta worry mm-hmm. about those interest rates, you know what I mean? And by the yeah, way, but I wanted to ask his about,
0: money, I don't think they, they care.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean they do and they don't. Right? Yeah. And by the way, I wanted to ask you about interest rates. Yeah, go
0: for it. And then I want to go into where I think he's gonna buy in LA. Because, you know, that's okay, my domain. Ahead,
1: ahead. I would love to
0: represent him, too. Go ahead. You sure? Yeah. Okay, hold on.
1: I'm not going to derail the whole production for my own real estate questions.
0: But I, I want you to ask the question after I do the L.A. stuff, okay?
1: Are you sure I shouldn't wait till Nick comes here so we have two experts and not just one? <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. That was a good one. That guy doesn't know what he's talking
0: about, though, so don't worry.
2: You know, what's funny though. You said, you
0: say how like you feel bad cause he's not here to defend himself, but he hasn't been on a few podcasts. So he has no right to complain now. Right. What do you think about that?
1: I'm getting less and less eager to defend him. <laughs>
0: yeah. Right. You're getting less and less eager to defend him. I love it, dude. All right. Uh, give me one sec here. Okay. So now that Tyler Glass now is a Dodger, he's leaving Tampa right? For the new 2024 season and on, I think it's for a five-year deal, 135 point some million, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he's going to end up selling his place in Tampa more than likely. He'll probably get like 3 million for it, maybe a little more, who knows. And if you're his realtor, reach out to me, by the way. Um, Mm -hmm. But with that said, he'll probably feel comfortable buying another home in Los Angeles, around the three to four million range just because that's where he's already coming from unless he of course feels more comfortable to buy something more expensive i think he's going to end up buying in sherman oaks and cino or tarzana just because it's not too far away from santa clarita which is where he grew up from what i saw online Mm -hmm. and his family's probably still there now so he has some maybe half an hour to an hour distance away from his family and then about an hour away from the dodger stadium so i think those three areas are the best and I think Sherman Oaks has more inventory for him to buy. So based on probabilities, he's probably going to end up buying in uh, Sherman Oaks. Maybe. Well, it's know.
1: actually, that's a really good analysis. It'll be interesting to see what really takes place. I wish we could revisit this later. We will revisit it. And so check out your prediction, see if it's right. Yeah. Other, you know, maybe if Nick was here, he could give another prediction that would be, you know, we could have a c- competition, but he's not here.
0: Yeah. So with that said, I kind of want to do like, we got to start making more predictions, all of us, and see who's more Mm -hmm. on the money. And then we got to get like a batting average between us three who has a higher batting average, like, you know, one out of 10, who actually is actually performing. It'd be very interesting to see. And it doesn't have to just be real estate related. It could be baseball related or business, but. um, Just predicting uh, the future. Yeah. Yeah. Being Nostradamus. But I think, I think last now will only buy in those areas if he's, like tight on his budget in a way where he doesn't want to go over 5 million. If He's going to want to go over 5 million then Hollywood Hills, Beverly Hills is probably more, more his thing. But uh, I'm just going off of the fact that he's coming from like a $3 million property.
1: What about, what about this though? You know, he owns property. We haven't determined if he's going to sell his property in in, uh, Florida. Sometimes you see athletes, they own a house somewhere and then they get, go to a new location and they either rent or purchase more of a condo situation. What do you think about that? You think he'll get a condo instead? No, I'm, just saying, I'm just asking you, what do you think the possibility he has more of a, um, uh, you know, less of a homely vibe, but more of a city vibe?
0: I would have agreed with you if he wasn't coming from a townhome that's on a waterfront property. So I feel like he likes space. And now that you said that, I'm glad you brought that up because so to answer your question, no, I don't see him going in a high rise or a condo of some sort. He's actually, Mm -hmm. now that I think about it, because if you compare prices in Tampa to Los Angeles, Los Angeles is still more expensive when it comes to luxury. He's probably going to go more in the $5 million range actually and higher. So maybe he'll go to Hollywood Hills instead or Beverly Hills area. Now I think about it because if he's coming from a $3 million house that Today here would here would probably be more in the five to six million. He's probably going to mm-hmm. want something closer to that. So I take that back.
1: Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Do you? What now, do you think got, the chances of um, the um, of him moving somewhere close to Otani?
0: I think that would would have worked if they were at the Angels because Otani's going to want to stay in Newport more than likely, and mm-hmm. I don't think last now since he's from. Los Angeles in general, I think he prefers to go back there. I don't think he's going to want to do the commute from Newport Beach all the way to the Dodge because,
1: Stadium. So here's my prediction. We've heard your prediction. Yours is more educated. You kind of zeroed in. I think we would call that more of the bottom up estimating approach. Okay. You really kind of you re, use Venn diagrams and you kind of zeroed in on a location. Sherman yep. Oaks. Right? yep yep i'm gonna say that well well, well, actually
0: sorry wait wait backtrack i ended up saying he'll probably go higher price points so maybe he'll end up landing in hollywood hills or beverly hills initially thought sherman Oaks, but sorry go ahead
1: all right so here's my prediction my prediction is he's coming from florida and what do they have in florida they have space Mm -hmm. he's not trying to come into a tight environment where he's claustrophobic (laughs) who's in florida Ron DeSantis was the governor there. He's not trying to come over here and get all up in Mayor Garcetti's territory. He's going to Ventura. October. Karen Bass.
0: It's Karen Bass now. But you think he's going to Ventura by like Santa Barbara area, Ventura County?
1: Well, no, I just think he's going to go like an hour north of L.A. Okay. So, like, you know, they call it the valley, essentially, right?
0: The valley is more inland of L.A. County. The valley yeah, so is County. That's where
1: he's going to be. That's where he's going to be. The valley.
0: Well, that's not Ventura County. Ventura County is more west, north, which is around by the ocean. You know, it's past Mm -hmm. Malibu, Santa Barbara Mm -hmm. area. So I think that's where you think he's going.
1: No, no. So, no, actually, I think he's going to the valley.
0: Okay. So Sherman Oaks, Encino, Tarzana is the valley.
1: So so you kind of agree with me on that. We have the same
0: prediction. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yep. Well, good, good. So let's see. So unfortunately, Nick is my in, second
2: prediction.
1: My second prediction is Yamamoto, take it to the bank. He's going to the Dodgers. Where's he going, Andrew?
0: Damn. Can I can I make an explanation though? Yeah. Hold on. Okay, so you think he's going, can you see the screen? Yep. Okay, so you think he's going to the Dodgers?
1: Okay, I know he's going I, to the
0: Dodgers. I am heartbroken, but I do kind of agree with you. However, I think the Yankees do have a high chance of getting him. Um, I think he would like to be on the pitcher lineup there. But I did hear that he was at the Mets um, owner's home for dinner or something. Cohen. for fifteen so, minutes.
1: For fifteen minutes.
0: For fi- okay, whatever. That's still a big deal, though, to go to the the guy's own. You know, personal home, but now I don't think he's going to the Mets. So yeah, I think more than likely he'll go to the Dodgers just because Otani's going to say, hey, you know, let me put you under my wing and take care of you and help you. You're Japanese like I am. There's a lot of rapport there. I get it. He's also younger, but at the same time, if Yamamoto wants to like prove himself as a great pitcher, he might not want to be in the shadow of Otani. Even though Otani can't pitch in 2024, he'll start 2025. But I think, you know, this kid will Yamamoto. I think he should go to the Yankees. So. Do I think he think might go he, to Yankees. Screw it. I'll just say Yankees.
1: Would where Otani decided to go, which is the Dodgers, did that have mm-hmm. any impact on Yamamoto's future decision?
0: Yes, I think so, 100%. Yeah, I think Yamamoto, uh, Yamamoto is definitely looking to wherever Otani went, and I think he's really calculating his uh, decision based off of that in a way. And I think that's why I think it's like a precursor to why more people think he's going to go to the Dodgers.
1: So I was in the Navy, right? And in the Navy on the West Coast, there's this thing called the Filipino Mafia. It's a true thing. If you ask anybody in the Navy on the West Coast, the Filipinos, they do not deny that the Mafia exists, right? But it's not a Mafia where they're like killing people. And, you know, know, it's not like a criminal Mafia. It's more of a network. It's a network. And you can marry into the Filipino Mafia. If you marry a Filipino, a Filipina, then they'll respect you as one of them, right? And sure. so I made good friends with the Filipino Mafia. And, you know, while I was on the USS Ronald Reagan, when I was deployed on the Reagan, I, I, I learned a lot of things about the Mafia. And I thought about it long and hard. And I was like, you know what? If I was in the Philippines and I joined their Navy and I was American, and there was other people on the ship. Maybe there was like ten other people on the ship who were American. We would also have our own mafia. We would always hook each other up. You know, we would be on the same page when it comes to everything, right? Right. Uh, because we're our cultural, our culture is so different than everyone else on the ship. And that's kind of what the Filipino mafia has done in the Navy. Great people, by the way, right? Great people. Yeah. But what, what does that
0: to do, What does that have to do with Yamamoto being Japanese, though?
1: My whole point is Otani, Yamamoto. You know what I mean. There's a cultural relevance there. You know, right. and so that's my point. I'm saying yeah, that it could, inf- if I was in Yamamoto's position, that would influence me. Yeah. yeah, because you have more culture, you know, in that area.
0: I agree with you on that. No, no, I I do agree with you on that. Japanese are always. I mean, the whole adage is they look up to their elders or they respect their elders. Otani's his elder. But I'm just saying, if he wants to be more of a contrarian, then he should go to the Yankees and be his own man in a way and not have to be in the, you know, going just because Otani's there. But who knows?
1: I mean, either way, it'd be great. I just don't, I just
0: don't want the Dodgers to have all the great players, okay? That's just my. No,
1: I mean, I agree with you. I agree with you, but it, it sounds like you're being more of an advocate, but realistically, you truly believe Dodgers. he's going he's to go to the Dodgers, right? Yeah, if I
0: had to make a bet and put some money down, I would say the Dodgers. But my sentimental, you know, side, I would say, let's go Yankees. So I'm hoping he's watching this, and that's why I'm wearing this. Maybe he'll change his mind.
1: (laughs) I hope so, too, because the Yankees ain't shit anymore. (laughs) Sorry. That's a little rude, but. I'm just saying, I'm happy you guys are on the same level as the Padres right now.
0: Yeah, Yamamoto hopefully goes to Dodgers. I mean, sorry, Yankees he goes mm-hmm. to the Dodgers it is what it is but uh going on to uh real estate with that said actually now that I think about it if yamamoto goes to the Dodgers there's a higher probability I will be his realtor I will never be his like, realtor if how are realtor.
1: you going to make that work
0: I don't know dude I'm actually working on like trying to you know contact sports agents and see what happens you know that could be a possibility
1: maybe you should create a network and get with uh like Up and coming sports agents that don't have anybody and try to link with them. You know what I mean? Going to the big dogs, they probably already have so many connections. It's like, you're right. Yeah, that's actually a
0: very valid point. But you know, if this gets big enough, this podcast, maybe it'll change. Who knows? Maybe we'll be the big dog.
1: It will get big enough.
0: Good. All right. I'm going to. I believe the
1: Yamamatos of the world will be tuning into us to figure out where they should go based on real estate value.
0: I think that might be the case, to be honest with you, because I feel like we really break down and do a good, strong analysis and include baseball. So, And we talk about economics, you know, it's housing. Speaking of economics, let's go right into it. So a lot of people are asking what's going on with the housing market. Things are actually looking a lot brighter right now. Um, The 10-year yield, which basically has a spillover effect to mortgage rates, they kind of get correlated. When the 10-year goes up, mortgage rates usually go up. As you can see here on the screen, the 10 year has been drastically going up since the beginning of the year, all the way up until October, it hit like 5%, right? And Mm -hmm. as of recent, the last couple of weeks, it's been falling. So that's always a good sign. Mortgage rates hit 8% at one point. Now we're looking around 65 and it might even go lower into the new year. It's probably going to get more than likely lower than that
1: by june 2024 what's your prediction where's the uh 10-year treasury going to be
0: so i'm not one to predict when it comes to this stuff because this is even worse than this is worse than predicting the stock market in a way um but i think if everything continues to move on forward the way things are predicted with the federal reserve going to be dropping um the fed funds rate supposedly uh they've already stopped you know raising the fed funds rate for december And so they've raised it 11 times since uh, 2022. It's around five and a quarter to five and a half percent. I know this is a long answer, but I'm just trying to give context. So it's that Mm -hmm. five and a half percent Fed funds rate It's probably going to drop. Supposedly, people are thinking that investors, based on the dot plot of the projections from the Federal Reserve, around 4.6. So if that happens, I think in June of 2024, is that when you asked? Mm -hmm. I think rates could get as low as like five and a half to six percent around that time. The only curveball and the only problem with that is the presidential elections happening in 2024, and that can just throw everything off. Like all these fundamentals, all these trends that we see can just be blown out completely. So it could be it could mean nothing. Mm -hmm. So that's my. So let's
1: let's say you're you know you're graduating um, in May from college. How could you take this information? How could it benefit you? graduating
0: in May from college. Um, So it said about 50% of millennials and Gen Z that are homebuyers, when they buy a house, they have a house hack. And that house hack is that they are renting out bedrooms, right? To their friends, family, whatever. Let's say you and I are like brothers, right, Chris? And let's say we're young and we're, we're single or whatever. And we have a family member that gives you a house or us a house. We both move into that home we make the payment on the mortgage, we rent it, and then you're older than me, so then you're going to move out before me, and you're going to, by living in that house, you're going to be saving money uh, because you're getting a better you know, rental payment that you're doing. So you're going to buy your own house. I'm going to end up taking your bedroom, and I'm going to bring in another person to rent that room, and it's just like a trickle-down effect where you constantly get your people that you know living in that one particular house, constantly renting it, while you live there and save money to buy and save mm-hmm. that makes
1: sense yeah i mean it sounds intense but you know while you're house, hack. Hmm?
0: house hack yeah that's what's going on 50 percent of house people hack. are renting out bedrooms
1: you know it's i'm like i'm gonna say something that's really obvious to everybody uh but it's really interesting to me that you can get a loan for like a hundred thousand dollars for a sociology degree but uh, you know coming out of college you're probably not gonna be able to qualify for a loan for a house um, which is yeah, something that's, uh... that can be rec- recouped from the bank. It's a it's a very safe investment for a bank, almost. You know, right? So that's really interesting because that's what I was thinking about coming out of college. Who qualifies for a a home loan?
0: I, t- dude, you have me. I don't know. I think most <laughs> people that are coming out of college they they have a lot of debt. Most of them. Mm-hmm. So no, I don't. I don't think. A lot of young people out of college have the ability to uh, mm-hmm. to purchase a home. So, yeah. yeah, I think house hack, you know, help one of your buddies, you know, move into one of their bedrooms that they just bought a place for and then see how they can maybe help you. I don't know. Maybe you can but all have after each other.
1: Buying a home no longer works. I mean, I'm surprised you're going to show us this because I feel like it's not good for the industry. Right. So you're an honest
0: No, yeah. Yeah. So I want to expand on this. The reason why I'm sharing this is a, I am always about truth seeking. I want to always, you know, give the best advice to clients. And I always want to tell them the truth, right? Whether it's going to help me earn a paycheck now or not, because at the end mm-hmm. of the day, it's about building relationships. So this came out from the wall street journal. They're saying basically right now is like worse in a way to buy because the, the, the margin or the, the difference between renting and and owning, uh, for having a mortgage payment is is so wide. However, I think if you read the little verbiage here, it's kind of hard to see it even for me. You see my cursor here?
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Well, it says this is based off of a loan where you only put 10% down and you have PMI, which is property mortgage insurance. So not only are you paying the mortgage, you're also paying PMI, which that can fluctuate and range from not super high to very high. So it's in a way what they should have done. And I think the reason why Wall Street Journal did this is because they want people to talk about it. If they did 20% down, I think that difference would be less than half of that, or at least half of that difference that you're seeing there. And um, I think a lot of people also don't understand the macro versus micro. It's better to look at the micro. So if you're going to be buying in, you, you know, Orange County, you should look at the the micro of that area. So look at what the average home rental price is and look at what the average uh, home would be for the mortgage and see what the real difference is. Don't pay attention to something like this. This is just, it's not, it's like apples to oranges, you know, so it doesn't work. What do you think?
1: No, I mean, look, I mean, this is what I, I experienced out in San Diego, at least is, you know, when you're looking at, it's, it's kind of insane how everything's changed so quickly and seeing this graph really illustrates that change you see right. that jump right there from and
0: right it's huge it's big difference dude that's like a but huge jump i mean a lot of people also don't have 20 percent. so in a way i could see why they use the 10 percent. but i think um if people are constantly i'm
1: mm-hmm. oh, sorry go ahead
0: i'm just gonna okay. say if people are constantly in fear of buying and they always want to rent they're gonna end up freaking renting dude they're gonna end up screwed over the long haul and i think What should be shown in this graph also is like equity gain. Yeah, you might own a house. It might be more, the mortgage payment might be now than the rental payment. But when you look at equity over the next 10, 20 years projected, you're going to end up way better off than the renter because rent is always going to go up, um, but you're going to have no equity, right? You're not Mm going to have any money to tap into if you want to spend on something else. So, um, and you're at the whims of the landlord. So- Mm -hmm. You know, teach their own, but I feel that in a way, society wants us to be renters rather than owners, because if you don't rent, I mean, if you don't own, you're more in control and you're more in, in, in being of control is what I meant.
1: So, yeah, certain elements of society would definitely like us to live in a small box. Right. But, right, um, you know, you hear you hear these like you hear about interest rates, you hear 7%, 8%. And right. it used to be three percent, two percent, one percent, zero percent, right? Wasn't it zero percent for a very long time, for like no, a year?
0: No, 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 one percent? No.
1: no, no, two, two and a quarter, two okay. percent.
2: Yeah, twenty.
0: It was only for that small time though.
2: Mm-hmm. I
0: think you're thinking of zero percent, which was they were giving zero percent APR on a car loan at mm-hmm. one point during that
1: time. No, but but I remember the, the the interest rates for houses being really low, right? Two
3: percent, two percent,
1: and you hear those terms and when you hear like you just mentioned apr on a car that's not that big a deal but when you're talking about a property that's listed for six hundred seven hundred thousand dollars that three four five six seven eight changes your monthly lifestyle substantially thousands of dollars like it's it's not a joke those four percent is like thousands of dollars of difference that how you're gonna your quality of life and so now, that's terrifying sorry, when you're buying a place. That it, cost is, it is, dollars. But,
0: but what people need to grasp and really understand in their mind is 2%, 3% was really, is unheard of. It's, it's, it's something that probably won't happen for a very long time from now. The only reason why that happened was because the economy shut down for the first time ever in the way it did, where literally businesses were forced to lock down. People had to stay in their homes. Right? So mm-hmm. that's the only reason. And the federal reserve wanted this to happen. They, they, put so much money into the market they wanted to incentivize people to keep buying so i don't think something like that would happen again unless we have like a depression of some sort so i think people need to stop thinking about the three percent even the four percent i think people should realistically look at like hoping for a five percent five and a half percent in the future and that's about it but um what i I wanted to
1: janet yellen has taken over andrew's body
0: (laughs) what do you mean dude
1: I mean, yeah, what now, janet you like what did, now you so sound janet like the fed. I Yellen is you know? Say that again? I said now you sound like the fed, you know?
0: No, no, Jan- janet Yellen is uh well, I want to know what you what did she say recently cuz she's the treasury uh secretary mm-hmm. of the United States of America. Federal um reserve chairman is Powell. Um so yeah. I guess you're just saying I
1: What? I'm just Uh, She probably said something about like, you will own nothing and you will be happy. I mean, that's what we hear from that corner of the world a lot of the time. You know,
0: that's from the World Economic Forum who actually (laughs) had that. Yeah, it's insane, dude. But Janet Yellen is thinking that there's going to be a soft landing, meaning there's going to be no recession, which, you know, who knows. But she also was was uh, saying in 2021, 2022, that there was going to be no inflation issue, which was stupid. Um, Obviously, there was we were at 9% CPI. We're now at a, I think 3.1%. And that's the other reason why uh, mortgage rates have come down because you know it looks like they're actually succeeding in bringing inflation down, thankfully, um, at least for now. But um, what was I going to say about that, about the whole... Oh, yes, because you were bringing up mortgage rates from the 7 and 8%. Did you know when mortgage rates were at 7% and w- when they went up to 8%, 5 million homeowners, potential homeowners had a be cut out of the opportunity to to actually afford a a property. So now that we went from 8% to about six and a half, six and a half percent there's about a little over 5 million, 6 million maybe homeowners that now can afford to buy a property. Mm -hmm. So the reason why I bring that up is there's more people now in demand for a property because they can afford the mortgage payment because the interest rate fell. So I think it's important for people to know that if you're looking to buy in 2024, you really need to think about this because you want to catch the wave before it really goes up. So right now, demand is starting to pick up again because mortgage rates have fallen. You want to catch the wave before it goes higher because once it goes higher, you're going to compete with everybody. You're going to compete with a bunch of people and there might be bidding wars. So I think people really need to think about that.
1: Do you think demand is low right now?
0: Demand is is soft and for sure, especially in the luxury market. But definitely demand... Luxury but, market,
1: but what about in general?
0: Class? Yeah, yeah, middle class like myself and like you. Yeah, definitely demand has has softened. But people need to remember, real estate is a seasonal uh, transaction. So during the holiday seasons and the new year, demand always falls. So it fell because of that, and then it also fell a little bit further because mortgage interest rates were so high. But now mortgage rates are improving. So that's my spiel on that.
1: So right before we started this episode. I'll, I'll always start off my news checking. I start off with Daily Mail, and then I'll research further on anything that interests me in that, right? Um, because Daily Mail is sensational, but so I'll go dig deeper for the facts. But they're, you know, they show a lot of illustrations and pictures. I like Daily Mail because right. of that. You know, it's an easy way right, to right. digest simple news. But one of the the top things on there was Grant Cardone, which I kind of feel like he's a grifter. You know, he's trying to sell oh, his lifestyle to everybody else, right? Right. Do um, Do you know who
0: else they call a grifter? By the way, that I found really surprising. I don't want to cut you off. I just want to add to ahead. it. They're calling Patrick Bet David a grifter now too. Yeah, I don't
1: agree with that because I don't uh, either. Because Patrick Bet David is all about talk, discussing ideas and things of that nature. He's not trying to sell you okay. his i like his life. He's not trying to say if you pay a hundred dollars you can be me. Right. That's where I feel. That's where I find people end up in the grift zone where they're like. You pay twelve thousand dollars, you can come to my conference. You can be just like <laughs> me, right? Yeah, that's the grift yeah. area. Patrick that right. De- yeah. David is creating like an entertainment network that people enjoy to watch. You know, and some people don't watch it, right? Whatever, teach your own. But that's but, but he
0: also says the realities. Patrick, you're right, Patrick Bet David also says the realities of like you know life is actually hard. There's a chance you might mm-hmm. fail, but you, if you follow mm-hmm. these particular processes and systems, you might succeed if you work really hard. But he doesn't mm-hmm. guarantee it so much, like. Grant Cardone, I guess. Well, yeah,
1: yeah, so you know, and obviously with Grant Cardone, this the secret is if you go far far enough into his, he's a Scientologist, right? So it goes all the way that deep, right? So there's major differences. Pat Pat Beck David is a, um, I think he's a first generation immigrant who went to the Marines and then Army, you know, Army, and then made his way through business. And I just don't see him selling. Pay pay nine hundred ninety-nine dollars and buy my book and you'll be a millionaire. That's the difference I see. You know what I mean? Right, right. But Grant Cardone does do that sort of thing. That that's the grift. It's not illegal, but it is what he does. But anyways, my whole point is he was talking about the markets about the crash or yeah. office space and uh I think he's I think he's uh alluding to duplexes and apartments and things of that nature um but he was saying it's just going to keep going up for single family homes like basically single family homes there's no hope for you but all of these other commercialized business opportunities now is your chance to get in on those again i don't know if we should believe that guy i have no idea he could just be saying i think i him. think
0: I think he's an incredible salesperson. I think we can learn a lot from his marketing expertise and sales expertise mm-hmm. and even leadership expertise, but when it comes to certain things like investing, when it comes to real estate, and I, I mean cuz he's he's against the stock market, but um when it comes to real estate I think you need to be very cautious. He is correct mm-hmm. about office and commercial real estate being an issue because a lot of the debt's going to be due next year in 2025. And there's likely going to be a bloodbath in a way. And it kind of has been lately. But um, the other aspects of residential, I think I think he's kind of wrong because he's trying to build a business. Not trying. He is. He's doing a good job on it for himself, mm-hmm. where he basically is pulling in a bunch of money, a bunch of capital, so he can buy big apartment buildings and cash flow on it and then give dividends to his investors. But I don't know. I think, I think he's... Um, I think he's more beneficial for people that don't know a lot about the economics of how things work and how real estate works. So I think you should be cautious a little bit, but you can learn a lot from him still in sales and uh, marketing.
2: Yeah. uh,
1: Yeah. He obviously sells a product. It's, it's him. That's the product he's selling, you know?
0: Yeah. So with that said, daily mail, you look at, did you find another article that I I wanted you to, or I think we spoke about recently about Mark Zuckerberg, speaking of housing. Yeah, yeah,
1: Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about you know that. there's two things we want to talk about and i think it's interesting that you brought them both up because they have a similar theme all right one of them is mark zuckerberg building a bunker in his hawaii home the other one is obama's uh as the executive producer for netflix series yeah. Leave the world behind
0: movie movie i watched it did you watch it by chance I mean,
1: no, I haven't seen it, but oh, yeah. just just seeing those two things back to back, my initial thoughts were: these people who have uh, brought us that were so influential to where we are right now, are putting out content about escaping this reality—the reality, the reality
0: oh, yeah. they screwed us over in, right? No,
1: I'm just kidding. Maybe, Maybe. I mean, I'm just Maybe. Saying, I'm just saying Mark Zuckerberg and you know Barack Obama had a huge influence on where we are today. You know, um, yeah. So I so. That's initially where I went in my head, was that, right? It's not always the the correct answer, though. Because then I started to think about Mark Zuckerberg buying a safe home bunker, right? In Hawaii. Right. After the fires. And then I started to think it was about that. We needed Mm. a place to go in case this thing catches on fire because there's no contingencies in place on this island to protect us. Right. And so... That's the less cynical place, and that's the more healthy place, and that's might be what he's doing. But if you see Zuckerberg flying from Palo Alto or San Francisco to Hawaii, it might be time to find cover. You never know.
0: Right. But here's the thing about Hawaii, though. I mean, I would think you'd probably want to buy his bunker but who knows he probably knows way more than us with the the intelligence and all that that they get
1: I, I have no idea where this where you got this image from but i'm assuming some resource shared it about mark zuckerberg let's just pretend it's real and i'm going to scrutinize it like it's mark zuckerberg's own his own plans all right 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 because I, I have no idea where you got this image it was, good it image was on too.
0: x it was on X. People were use, using it from an okay. article where and I they will mentioned tell you that Mark Zuckerberg what, is building a bunker in Hawaii, right?
1: So. Yeah, and I will tell you, it is consistent with what I've read about Mark Zuckerberg's intentions for his Hawaii property because they say that his uh, properties in Hawaii are for... Uh, one of the real estate agents that, have, that I've worked with him in the past had like a almost like a journal entry, a blog entry, where she's telling everything that she did from 11 o'clock, rode horses, 12 o'clock. Talk to Mark Zuckerberg. You know what I mean? She's kind of detailing this whole thing. And one thing she was saying is this property that this is one of the properties he has in Hawaii. I don't know if it's the same one. It probably should be it is used almost as a meeting place for his executive team, right? Meta, the meta team. Right. Now, if you look at this image again, not we don't know if they're related. We're pretending here. That would make sense because it's cafeteria style seating. It's almost like, oh. You know, you, you see that the at cafeteria. the very
0: bottom, right? At the very bottom,
1: yeah, yeah it's the cafeteria, right? Cafeteria. And so it's almost like this is where they would operate Facebook during the end of the world. People still need their Facebook, you know? Maybe, do
0: I wish we knew what the square footage was because that doesn't look too big. That that uh rendering doesn't look like that big of a place,
1: you know? And in, in the Navy, I've learned a lot about fires fire triangle is being i think being below ground is a safe place to be during a fire because it's not like that fire is going through the dirt you know
0: oh no no i agree with that I mean, if he's afraid of a fire i think this is good yeah. but what if the ocean ends up rising and taking over the island though
1: that is what you got to worry about and um that's the only the thing Le- i'm like in the levant region for anybody who knows what i'm talking about they're currently using water to fill tunnels
0: Where's the Levant region? What is that?
1: Google that. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to spell it out, but they are currently okay. using water in tunnels to get rid of certain, you know what I mean?
0: Oh, wait, dude, you're talking about that. Okay. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> come on, man. Come on. Um, uh, Moving on to this. Okay. So I feel that Mark Zuckerberg, um, I think he would. I think he would be better off building this bunker somewhere in the middle of the country or on a mountaintop of some sort. But who knows? I mean, maybe Hawaii's a spot. I don't know.
1: They have mountains in Hawaii, dude.
0: Yeah, I know, but it's not as high as the the peaks of the mountains in the country of the U.S. The actual. I mean, obviously the Hawaii is the country, but you know that's an island. So
1: maybe he only has about twenty people that he likes. Everyone else Mm -hmm. can get it. Right. I just think, I just think, like what, what else would he be building this for? You know, it's, I mean,
0: I think it's just the fire. I don't think it's the end of the world. I think it's a fire, and the end of the world being like people, like chaos and crime. I don't think it'd be like the the world's ending. I think it's more like anarchy and craziness. He can go underground. I think that's all what this is for, and a fire, like you were saying. I think that's what yeah. the primary source of this is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. Yeah. Speaking of like uh, the the movie, what was the name of the movie with um, your friend Obama, well, he, executive producer?
1: Leave the world behind, us, right? Wait, is that what it yeah. is?
0: Yeah, leave the world behind. Actually, with the uh, leave the world behind. Ethan Hawke, Julia Roberts, and I forgot the other actor's name, but Man, dude. I
1: love. Ethan. Wait, wait, Ethan Hawke, Julia Roberts are in it? Yeah,
0: yeah. Hmm. It's a good movie. It's actually an interesting movie. I actually kind of liked it. It was entertaining. Uh, there were certain things about the movie that I didn't like. Uh, a little bit like... Um,
1: on the nose. Was- on the nose, right? Like, all these movies have to be a little on the nose about these things instead of being a little bit more nuanced about everything, right? On the right. Nose. I,
0: think, I, I think it's almost like predictive programming. Like, they're trying to tell yeah. us what's going to happen, you know? So, I think... I, I, the fact that it came from the former president Obama I think that's really telling that he's trying to talk about this and then there's a movie coming out in 2024 about executive war.
1: producer you can't assign credit or blame to an executive producer they might have had nothing to do with it they could have just put their checkbook out there you know what I mean But right. but
0: according, you're right but according to um, some things I read he had a lot to say of how things should look like should the world come to an end of some sort or at least mm-hmm. um, uh, if we were under attack more so and I think the war, the movie was really against America. To be honest with you, I won't really get into it since you haven't watched it. Um, but I think well, it so, kinda, like,
1: you, so. You've seen it. Would you advise people to see it?
0: Yeah, I think it's an entertaining movie. I think it's an entertaining yeah. movie. But I think if you're not thinking enough about mm-hmm. what you're watching, I think you can kind of get like um, subconsciously like uh, um, in the pathway of uh, agreeing with what the the premise of the movie is trying to tell people that the U S has pissed off so many people. It's no wonder we're getting attacked type of thing. And then, okay.
1: They, all right. If you, all right, based on what you're just telling me right now, it I will tell you it's rich for Obama to be making this movie. I'm just saying. Oh it's, yeah. It's, Libya. it's a, it's a big Libya, time Obama movie. Libya and then, and Syria. I mean, look, I'm just saying that we oh, have yeah, pissed he, off a lot of people and it's not like he stopped pissing off people when he came in office. you know what I mean? But, anyways. Oh,
0: so. yeah. Libya, he like took over Libya when he told them to get rid of the nuclear bombs, right? And he did, Gaddafi. And then we took over. Didn't Hillary Clinton say he came, he's something he saw, he died, or something like that? Mm-hmm. Pretty sure. Yeah, dude. All I'm going to say he, is. He used the most right. drone airstrikes. So, yeah, you're right about that.
1: Look, and we've talked about this. I always think Obama was the one, one of the great figureheads, but I think it is kind of messed up that there's now slaves in Libya. There was a slave market in Libya after that situation. Anyways, my whole point to this whole thing was he we he's right that we pissed off a lot of people. I'm not saying that he helped it out, you know? He did not help it out.
0: And I think anyway, it, it, it's it's we'll telling. It out, you know? No, you shouldn't cut it out. <laughs> I
1: mean, either way, I'm good. I'm good with it. but
0: I'm good with it too. At this point, I'm, as I'm getting older, I'm like, screw it, dude. But anyways, um, I think it's important for people to have like a, a good amount of source of of um, food. If you can have water, if you can have a generator, if you can have ammo, um, have a good alliance with the gr- a small group of people that you can trust. I think that's really important. Have a ham great,
1: radio so, of
2: some sort. Great point.
1: So, so great point because one of the thoughts that I had when I saw that article was... If it was like anybody else, you would call them a prepper. When Mark Zuckerberg does it, you start to go, Should we be worried? Is something about to happen? Well, that's because, because
0: he has so much influence.
1: Well, it's not only that, but like, you know, he's a tech guy. You know what I mean? You, you don't really see him as somebody who'd be afraid of some kind of apocalyptic scenario, right? So I he's think he's a
0: smart guy. So I think yeah. he's. I think he he would do something like that. I mean, the guy's doing jujitsu now. He's healthier. Um, I think. I don't know. That guy's an interesting character because he he was Facebook was like um, was kind of truthful in some ways until he went to the hearings in the Capitol and he got almost forced by the government to do certain things during the elections. And I think um, I think he I think he has a lot of information that he's tolling with and he's like, screw it. I got to prepare for the worst. If the, Mm -hmm. if the world, not the world was coming into an end, but society governments were falling apart. Um, how, how would you, one, would you want to (laughs) utilize, would you, would you want to utilize Nick and have him on your team? And if you did, what would you have him do? Cause I feel like some people got to like have their own little specific
1: I need a better yep. I need a I need a more I need, I need a better scenario. Go ahead. The, the world's okay. falling apart. But like give me a little bit more detail.
0: Okay. Let's say you, Nick, and myself, and maybe Steven or Sway or some other guys on full count, um, our producers, whatever. We're we all end up going to a baseball game, right? We go to the mm-hmm. baseball game, we go back home. Not home, we go to our hotel, we have a dinner or whatever at the hotel, mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever. And then things start blowing up. And society
1: falling
0: up. apart. Yeah, like so, you see missiles coming in. Society's falling mm, apart. All, all the, all the electricity goes Russia. out.
1: This is Russia and China attacking us, right?
0: Russia, China, Iran, okay. whatever doesn't matter. Okay. And the U.S. military is not around to help. Um, but I'm not saying we're getting invaded. I'm just saying everything's like the, 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 the society of the U.S. is like falling apart. Like everybody's out. You know, um, doing crime and things like that, and nobody has water, nobody has food, nobody has besides the grocery stores. And we don't know.
1: Goes. We don't know what the hell's going on because our power has been shut off. Right, the lights are off, and we don't even know what just happened. It's something happened, right? What, and there's craziness out in the streets right now. Right, and we're all chilling in like this uh, Airbnb together. We don't even right, know right, right. where That's our my, significant, significant others are because. We went on a vacation somewhere to go watch a baseball yes. game, right? Yes. Okay. Thank you for thank you
0: for yes. Thank you for bringing more clarity to that. Let me just add one more thing. It's called something, and I brought it up to um Priya actually when I had her on full count the very beginning of the stage of full count.
1: No, I, it know, was, I don't think i met that person, but go ahead.
0: <laughs> it was when um when there's an attack on our on our power grid through a pulse of some sort. Fuck, okay, I can't believe I forgot the name of it, the word of it, but dude, I, I read Oh, you're
1: it. Oh, you're talking about EMP, electromagnetic. EMP, yes. Yeah. So let's say there's
0: EMPs everywhere and all, everything's out. Electricity, everything. Our power grid's well, out. Don't so, okay. do that
1: because, like, because there's a, look, they could just shut off our power without an EMP, just FYI. But anyways, go ahead.
0: Okay, let's just say it goes, okay, you're really making this complicated for me. Let's just say everything goes to shit, okay? So for some reason, for whatever reason, it's just, let's just say it's you, me, and Nick. And you're for whatever reason, we tell you, hey, lead, you're the leader. Like, let's get out of this urban area and let's go God knows where." What would you have Nick do?
1: At this point, we're all going to be acting on uh, we're, we're going to be kind of in a state of shock and we're going to be acting on instincts. But we're going to be uh, at this moment. We're going to all be tighter than we've ever been in our entire lives to anyone else because we're going to be in survival mode. Right. Um, and we're gonna we're gonna be way more athletic than we've ever been. Uh, chain link fences that are eight feet tall, we're gonna fly over. It's not gonna be a problem. But the main thing is, we're gonna need to get out of the city quickly. Um, and normally in a situation like this, if you're gonna be in a an urban area and you need to escape an authoritative figure, you're gonna want to like get rid of your cell phone, find a new cell phone, that whole thing. But in this case, you, you, you we don't have electronics we're gonna rely on. So, our goal is going to be to get away from the skyline. That's going to be just our number one goal. How would I use Nick? The same way we would use everyone else. We would all have this understanding that we're working together to get out of the city. This is not the scenario I think that you want for where you're going with this question. I think (laughs) the
0: scenario. So, the audience knows. I'm just trying to find a way to like. Yeah, we're just trying to
1: talk shit about Nick but <laughs> I just, this scenario is not nick, great for that because nick. we're going to depend on Nick just like we depend on all of us to get the fuck out of the situation right, you know right. what i mean
0: but Nick was supposed to be on this episode so like i'm trying you to wrap for it mm-hmm. but you know what I, let me tell you what i would utilize him here's, a, here's a
1: better question you. here's a better question for you look can i, can I just tell you, it, how
0: you i would can i just tell you how I'll, i would uh, utilize him okay go ahead, so go it, it would be me on one side you on the other side and i would have nick in the middle with the map we would find a way to find a map Obviously, we'd follow a compass because usually one of us carries a compass. It's not electronic. Um, and I think we would find our way out, and he would be the guy. why do we need a map? I don't know, dude. Let's just say we're trying to get we're out in, of there.
1: We're we're in Southern California. We're going east. There's no question about that. No, but we're I but I west.
0: said I I actually I was thinking that we were at a baseball game in like in the middle of like the east coast. So maybe I should have said that. We're going west. <laughs> you know okay, what I mean? we're going west. Well, so if you're in the East Coast, you're just gonna to want to go west.
1: I'm just saying we want to get away from the coast is the key because the coast is where the bombs are dropping. The coast, you
0: know what I mean? You you want to go inland, okay. you know. I, I still feel like we would want a map though. We'd want to find a way to get out of the city if we're not familiar with the city. So yeah, yeah, I would sure. utilize Nick for that. Let me give you a you and I would be the ones with the with the you know, like making sure mm-hmm. nobody attacks us, shooting people if we had to. That's that's what I meant. Yeah.
1: By the way, I'm digging this conversation. I can do this for two more hours. By the way, but let me say, let me give you a scenario that you like, you would like, I think would help you. Um, let's say you're the president, and we're just gonna hate on Nick here. I'm sorry, Nick, but I'm gonna vault. He's gonna not protecting you up.
0: anymore. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna <laughs> loft it
1: up, and I'm gonna let Andrew tee it off. Where is Nick on your your cabinet? Nick will be in your cabinet because you do respect Nick and you you love Nick like a brother. he's going to be in your cabinet, but where is he going to be?
0: I would probably have him be in the environmental side because I think he knows how to talk to people of that kind of nature to like be soft and, and you know like gracefully explain things um communication wise and I think he would be the best personality for that, so that's where I would have him.
1: I feel like that was that's kind of an asshole move because your policies are not going to be environmentally friendly. You're putting them up against the wolves. Yeah.
0: You know? But yes, but but I'm the wolf behind the I'm the wolf in the chair, and I'm telling him how to approach uh, these type of folks, type of situation. I'm talking and uh, I'm very for environmental. I think it's very important. I'm just saying there's certain people you know, nowadays. Predict- that, there's certain people nowadays that will like destroy monuments, and they will like put oil on paintings. I'm saying he'd be good at communicating to those people for me is my whole point.
1: I think you accidentally hit the nail on the head, which is Nick would be good in communications. Um,
2: good point. Yeah. I think he'd
1: be, he'd be somebody that I want, would want, you know, one of, one of my favorite people in the political game, one of the reasons I, you know, got into political science was Jay Carney, president Obama's uh, press sec. When I, when I saw him doing his verbal wizardry, like it made me want to get into politics because of how he would just go up there and just tee off of these people with words. And he was good. Yeah, he I was mean, good at it.
0: That is that is true. But that's another level of communication where you're in, in the room with wolves that are trying to you know, like destroy Nick, everything.
1: Nick would be good in uh, diplomacy. You know what I mean? Um, he would be Diploma. good. Yeah, he would be somebody good that you could have as, as a diplomat that's um, true. I mean, think about it. We've had Hillary Clinton as Secretary of State. I would rather Nick be Secretary of State than Hillary Clinton, right?
0: Right. I agree. I agree. The I mean, Hillary is just very savvy with how the, the the world and the political system works, but I agree I with you on that.
1: Well, Nick, Nick wouldn't be like, hey, we should invade these Middle Eastern countries. Like, he would never say that. No, He's no, he wouldn't, he you wouldn't.
0: Right. Did did I tell you that he worked for uh, uh he's been on a campaign before? I'm not going to say which president, but he helped someone get elected in some ways. A president? Yeah. I'll let him tell you. I'll save it for another podcast, but um, I mean, then Obama.
1: It's the it's only Obama. <laughs> it's the only option. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I so mean, he was on his campaign. Idea. He
0: did something cuz he got a degree in political science. Um mm-hmm. But
1: um, yeah, you're right about of, honestly, it sucks, but it's kind of kind of a worthless degree because, well, like most people get a degree in that going to law school. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people do that and then
0: um, or they do philosophy and then they get to go to law school. Yeah.
1: Philosophy is my favorite subject, but like kind of useless from a financial standpoint, unless you're like a YouTuber. You know, know, I
0: was actually, I'm glad you brought up philosophy because I was watching. uh, Okay, sorry. I'm glad you kept talking about it is what I meant. Um, So Lex Friedman interviewed Jeff Bezos.
1: Oh, yeah. He's the first person to interview Mm -hmm. the big three. Elon, Zuck, and Bezos. What would you do?
2: Think about this. Think
1: think about this. Like, I know, I don't know what I would do. I know I would spend a lot of time thinking about it. What would you do if you had all three of their phone numbers? I would start a company. Because I'm an entrepreneur. What my, are you going to do? Text him? Hey, I'm trying to start a company with you. No, 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 no. I
0: would company. come up. Dude, dude. No, no, no. I would come up with a business what would you do?
2: plan. How would you I, I, This is what I'm freaking telling you. Having,
0: tell me what. Tell I'm telling what you.
2: Is.
0: Tell me what it is. I'm not telling you what the business is. I would come up with a business plan. Oh, my God. Would, we need details. I would come up with a business plan. And then I would ask them for a favor for their top engineers. Um, for their contact info. And then I wouldn't ask for a favor. I wouldn't ask for financing. I wouldn't ask for them to hear me out. I would d- get their, you know, I'd contact the people that are engineers, build the minimal viable product, and then I would present it to all three of them separately and see what they say.
1: MVP, minimal vi- viable product. Minimum that's right.
0: Viable. That's That's what I would do if I had their phone numbers. And I would create a company and I would make it very successful. Yep. How about you what would you do? Well, I feel like you feel just you explained totally
1: different. I feel like you just explained like the process but that doesn't really explain what would interest them.
0: Well, if I already have their phone numbers that's because they gave it to me or, or allowed me to have it. So but they, but, I don't but need to. They them Lex, further.
1: They gave Lex their, his phone number because they're going to interview him. You know what I mean? Like he still needs to come up with a grand idea to, you know, capture them into this, right? Like a
0: dude, united dude, the, front. The, the, the way you capture a, a person of that magnitude. Three people. Is, yeah. The, but these are big hot shots. Even like a Patrick, but David, you got to show them that you've actually done something. Uh, You can't just tell them of a cool idea. You got to show them something and then they'll listen maybe for
1: two to five minutes. I agree with that. I'm saying, what is the idea?
0: Well, the idea is not going to be talked about here. Okay.
1: Damn, (laughs) you don't even have a plan when you have all three of their numbers. That's what I'm hearing. I have a plan. I have like three business ideas right now that I
0: want to deploy. One of them's mm-hmm. going to be deployed on full count for real Turn. Right, I got a plan. Hey, I'll, t- I'll I'll tell so. you
1: my plan cuz I won't carry it out. All right. But I have a really good idea. See,
0: that's that's the difference though. I would actually carry it out. So go on. All right. Maybe yeah, hey, maybe, maybe we'll carry idea. it
1: hey, maybe we'll carry it out at we'll carry it out together. All right. You want to hear it?
2: The doer I feel like the it, <laughs> No,
1: no, no. No, no, I'm saying so, like I, the reason ahead. I won't carry it out is cuz I don't have a team, but maybe it will inspire me. All right. Have you heard of Slab City before? No. Slab City. Here, I'll pull what it up. Is that? My business idea is this: there's there's a city called Slab City, an hour and a half east of San Diego, in the Inland Empire area. Let me present. Okay. Okay. All right. Can you see it?
0: No. Now I can. Hold on.
1: Okay. All right, this is Slab so, City, all right? And there's this really uh, interesting documentary that just came out about this place by Ranger Rick. Now, most of the people here are felon. Now, in this area, they can't... There's, there's a, uh, this is an area that a lot of people will visit to go check out the artwork. Well, it looks like crappy art to me, in all honesty. <laughs> no, 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 but if you kind of dig into the documentary by Ranger Rick, by the way... I feel like I've see- heard that name that the people are are really interesting um and they sell art in fact there's one there's one part of the town where like this lady has transformed her house into different art pieces made from crazy things from roadkill that's found on the side of the highway to uh you know just very unique ideas of mannequins and and a lot of people go out here but the problem is, is that you can't grow food on this land because of the uh, dirt is acidic, and oh, wow. there's, not like a, there's not like a good water source. Right. All right. So, you ready for my business idea? Yeah, please tell
0: for? me. I mean, considering I these like, are going to be your customers, I would be very, I would tread very lightly. But go ahead.
1: They're not my customers. These people are not <laughs> my customers. All right. Okay. So this is this is the business idea: a website and service. Where we have four or five, and I've already seen they're they're camera friendly. They're down for uh, the camera if it'll benefit them, right? My business idea is, you know, four to ten cameras over the village, where they still have privacy, and then a donation page where people can donate a case of water. People can donate. A shipment of rice, a pallet of rice. People can donate, and then we'll set up the logistics for that. We'll get it delivered to them. And then we'll obviously sustain our operation to where we can afford to transport it out there, you know, nonprofit and <clears throat> lab city set up. And they'll be okay with the cameras set up because they're getting all of a sudden. Pallets of rice show up. Pallets of water show up. So a barrel okay. of water, so they can bathe. You know what I mean? So are these like homeless people living? I mean, you said you can't live there though. So you can like, buy a these? solar panel for one of them.
0: Okay, but what? So you're trying to be a philanthropist. You're trying to be a, a, no, no. a look charity. Don't give me that no. much.
1: Don't give me that much credit. They will benefit from my venture, but I'm trying to get rich off of them. <laughs> So, you would just pay yourself a fat salary while it's a
0: nonprofit, is what you're saying.
1: But they would get rice, water, solar power they never had before. So, who's. Why do they need it, though? Why do they need it?
0: Why do they need it, though?
1: Why do they need water? Is that what you just asked me? I just told you. They don't
0: don't live there, though. So, they They travel there.
1: No, 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 no. There's people who live in Slab City. There's like a thousand people who live there. And I don't know how they're surviving right now, but I'm sure because they look dirty, they would love barrels of water so that they can shower themselves. I understand They would love water bottles. They live in the desert. There's not a grocery store down the street.
0: Okay, so, okay, okay, got it. Okay, So So my only
1: interaction with with them would be, hey, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to put some cameras up so people can see what's going on here, and I'm going to bring trucks of water to drop off here randomly, and you're going to be like, thank you.
0: So I love the
1: effect. I love the effect of it
0: but why, what's the cause for why someone would want to contribute to give
1: because, water to them because hippies love donating to hippies okay and you know uh, who else does liberal arts people
0: okay you right? know what i could see that actually working it's based out of california so yeah i could see that actually working so yeah. i you're right i am not going to i'm not going to take that idea and use it i'm not going to go what forth
2: the, what the <laughs> but
1: but um i think it is a good idea actually sort of what do you mean actually sort nick please come back on the podcast andrew (laughs) is being too far right for me
0: no 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 i i like it it's actually very nice of you to do that i'm just saying right here I, i wouldn't no 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 i like the idea i just wouldn't contribute my own time to do something like that
1: i could i feel like i could honestly tell them hey, by the way, we're going to be bringing all kinds of like good stuff that you never had before, rice, water, solar panels. By the way, we're also exploiting you. And they'd be like, okay. I feel like if you tell people up front that you're exploiting them, it's different than if you don't. Yeah, but 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 that's I think that's wrong, but whatever. What do you See, mean? I, was, I mean, I get your point. It's mutually point. beneficial. We shake hands on this. Like, hey, look, I'm going to be advertising your community. I'm gaining from this, but guess what? You're going to have more right now. Oh, you're going to have more later than you have right now. Do you want to do mm-hmm. the deal or not? I guess. Okay, fine.
0: I think you just ruined your political career, unfortunately, on, on camera, but it's okay.
1: No, no, I could defend this publicly. I, I really <laughs> could. Like right now, they don't have drinking water. I'm trying that to set sad. up.
0: That you know sad. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I get that. I, need I, to
1: I, I get it. I think it's to make their lives better.
0: Fine, it's a cool idea. I think it might work. Um, the logistics of bringing the water, transferring it, and dealing with health—the and first couple crime. truckloads, I'll do myself. The
1: first truckloads, i do myself, okay. and then I'll find someone to do it for me. You know what I mean? Okay. See, I
0: was hoping you'd have more of a grand idea with technology, but this is okay.
1: With technology, I mean, look, that's those are all pipe dreams. I have a real thing we can put a project <laughs> charter to. We could we can do this tonight. You know, run it by Nick. Let's You, see don't, wanna, what you, you don't you don't want to put the work in. That's the I problem. The no, I do not. No. There's a role for you in this. By the way, we make this <clears> an established <throat> town that people want to go to. Guess what? Airbnbs around this place. But you Guess said the
0: water it? is uh is uh toxic though underground. No,
1: not the water, the ground is acidic, so you can't grow things. Oh, got it. You know, I actually saw this place originally. Um, six months ago. The documentary just came out two weeks ago. It's a two-hour documentary.
2: Cool.
1: But I saw this place six months ago because I was on Airbnb trying to find a place that was like interesting to go to. And there was one Airbnb near this place. My whole point is, is that if we made this thing popping, nothing but Airbnbs around it. That we is... Could it. We could do it. But you I gotta put in the knows. work. I think you and should do it. I feel like you're, gonna, you're not going to do anything about it. So, I'm definitely I mean. not.
0: <laughs> but I like the idea. Thank you for sharing that, though. Um, all right. So, I think we're going to wrap it up. Really? I just want to say
1: that's where we're going you, with
0: this. If you think Chris's idea was any good, I don't know what you think, but if you think it's any good, comment, give it a like, and subscribe, and let us know if you think uh, Chris has a good idea and whether Nick would be a good you know, person be involved in a presidential administration and communications because he has been non-existent as of the last couple episodes. So I don't even know if people even know who Nick is,
2: but anyways, thank you for watching and listening.